What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. The Buffalo Sabres have finally won something, and that is the 2021 NHL Entry Draft first overall pick. We're going to talk a little bit about previous first overall picks and who I believe the Sabres should potentially go after after the first overall pick in the 2021 draft. So stick around and let's have some fun. So the Buffalo Sabres have won the first overall pick in the 2021 NHL Draft Lottery. This is the second time the Buffalo Sabres have picked first overall in the last four seasons and just the fourth time in team history that they've picked first overall. The other three first overall picks being the first one in 1970, the Buffalo Sabres inaugural season, and they drafted Gilbert Perrault, who played 17 seasons in the NHL, all of whom were with the Buffalo Sabres. He amassed 1,191 games played, 512 goals, 814 assists for 1,326 points. He is the franchise leader in every single one of those categories. The Buffalo Sabres then picked it. First overall in 1987, where they picked center Pierre Turgeon, who went on to play five seasons with the Buffalo Sabres, amassing 322 games played and 323 points. He was also involved in a blockbuster seven-player trade to the New York Islanders that brought back Sabres favorite Pat LaFontaine the latest first overall pick for the Buffalo Sabres, of course, being Rasmus Dahlin. And Dahlin, in 197 games played, has scored 107 points for the Buffalo Sabres, which, if you think about it, one, he's a defenseman, and two, he was under Ralph Kruger for a season and a half, who just completely misused him. So that in itself is staggering. That just goes to show how good Rasmus Dahlin really is. And if the Sabres hire a coach who can coach him up to his full potential, he is going to be an absolute nightmare for teams moving forward. So now that we've got that out of the way, the Buffalo Sabres are picking first overall in 2021. Needless to say... The first overall pick has big expectations for the Buffalo Sabres franchise as the last three were just absolutely tremendous players for the Buffalo Sabres. So now what? They have the first overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft. And now what do the Buffalo Sabres do? There is no doubt that the Buffalo Sabres need absolutely everything. They need every single position On this team, they need another center. They need wingers. They need D, and they for sure need goaltenders. So what do the Sabres do? A lot is going to have to be uh, dependent on, in my opinion, with the Eichel and Reinhardt saga. You have to take that whole account into into the situation. You also have to take into uh, account uh, the coach that the Sabres are going to hire moving forward. But... There is no consensus number one pick in this year's NHL draft, which makes things a little, it it creates a gray area for the Buffalo Sabres. There's a potential that the Sabres could trade Eichel 
and potentially trade Reinhardt. This Sam Reinhardt is a restricted free agent still because of all of the bridge deals that he has been signing with the Buffalo Sabres. So the Sabres have a little bit of leverage with Sam Reinhardt. However, I think the Sabres would be wise if Sam Reinhardt wants out of Buffalo to do a sign and trade where they sign Sam Reinhardt and try to get something for him. Maybe they package Reinhardt and Eichel together. I don't know. That might be an episode coming up. You might, you might want to make sure you click the subscribe and hit that notification bell to uh, check out all my videos going forward. But what if the number one overall pick is something that needs to be packaged with either Eichel or Reinhardt in order to bring you back the desired return that the Buffalo Sabres should get. Are you willing to part with that number one overall pick, especially in a year like 2021, which is a a weaker draft class? There is not an overall number one draft pick. If there was a year that the Buffalo Sabres would trade the number one overall draft pick, it would be the 2021 NHL draft. They also need to take into account the fact that that they have multiple draft picks in uh, several rounds in this upcoming draft. They have two second-round picks, two third-round picks, and two sixth-round picks. So there's definitely some wiggle room if you trade the first overall pick to trade back up into the first round and still get a very quality player that the Buffalo Sabres need to start building this thing in a to start building some positive momentum and start pushing this thing in a positive direction. They also need to take into account the Saber, the fact that the Sabres have just three of their eight defensemen that played last year, their top eight defensemen that played last year, under contract for 2021. And that is Ristolainen, Colin Miller, and Jacob Bryson. They have th- just three defensemen that played last season out of the eight that are under contract for 2021. So that might skew how the Buffalo Sabres go. I'm not sure. So who do the Sabres pick? Let's throw all that out of the way. Who should the Buffalo Sabres pick at number one? And there's a couple of names that I wanted to talk about. It's the two names that I've heard the most on Twitter, Buffalo Sabres fans saying, the first name I hear is center out of Michigan State in the NCAA, and that is Matthew Berniers. Beniers, sorry, Beniers. He's ranked number one by elite prospects, McKean's Hockey, Dober Prospects, and Smart Scouting. Yes, I said that right, Smart Scouting, S-M-A-H-T Scouting. He is also ranked number four overall by TSN slash McKenzie. So here's some numbers that... If you haven't looked up, obviously, there were, I'll have them right here for you. In the U18 World Juniors, Beniers played seven games and had two goals. In the U20 World Juniors, he had seven games played and three points. In the United States Development Program, he played 44 games, had 18 goals and 23 assists for 41 points. And then his first year in the NCAA, he had 24 games played, 10 goals, 14 point, or 14 assists for 24 points. Now, I wanted to provide some context because in the NHL, there's so many different, or, you know, there's so many different leagues that you can kind of take out of, and and this player and that player, and there's there's the WHL, the o, or the WHL, the OHL, college hockey. There's the Swedish Elite League, the German League. There's so many different leagues that you can draft out of. 
I wanted to provide some context. So the saber, one of the the best sabers to to the Buffalo Sabers have ever drafted. Number two pick, number two overall pick was Jack Eichel. The U eighteen Eichel played seven games, had ten points. In the U twenty, Eichel had uh, four points in five games. And the United States Development League, he had 53 games played, 38 goals, 49 assists for 87 points. And in his freshman year in the NCAA at Boston, he had 40 games played, 26 goals, 45 assists for 71 points. And he won the Hobie Baker. Now, I haven't gone super in-depth with Ben Ears as far as scouting him and looking at what he has and the things that uh, he brings to the table for the Buffalo Sabres. But this is what I see when I did a quick search of him, watch some highlights, watch some different uh, some of his different moves. These are the things that I see when I watch Matthew Beniers. Beniers Looks like a good skater, solid edge work, much like uh, a Jeff Skinner, just unbelievable edge work. However, he has average speed. When I watched the little bit that I have watched of him, I will watch more of him. But with the little bit that I have watched of him, I was not blown away by his speed. He creates mismatches with the angles that he takes and his, his edge work, his skating ability. But however, his straight line speed, I was not, it didn't jump off of, you know, the screen to me. It didn't, it didn't make me go, wow, this kid is fast. But that's not a bad thing. That's not, that's not the, that, that's not the worst thing in the world. The one other, there are a couple other things. He has uh, someone with a very high hockey IQ. He has a very, very high hockey IQ. He seemingly finds guys in the offensive zone, uh, eyes in the back of his head, very, very good hockey IQ for Matthew Beniers. He's also a very good playmaker, as I just stated. Can find open guys in the O zone for tap-ins. And, uh, you know, a, a kid who's not afraid to go to the... Also a kid that's not afraid to go to the greasy areas to get some goals and, and dig the pucks out along the boards, things like that. He's not necessarily just a perimeter player. He's not the biggest guy in the world. I think he's six foot, six one in that general neighborhood. Maybe about 190, 200 pounds, something like that. I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me. But he also has above average hands. Now, if you watch him skate from end to end, he has some really sick moves. Is able to He is able to go end to end in college hockey. And that is something that if you're looking for an NHL or you want somebody at a lower level to be able to dominate the lower level. Now, Beneers, in my opinion, if you pick him first overall, he does not project to jump right to the NHL. That's my opinion. I don't think Beneers should jump right to the NHL. I think he looks like he needs maybe another year in college hockey and maybe a year in the AHL, kind of in the vein of like a Casey Middlestat. If we draft him first overall, we should not rush him to the NHL. We should not uh, you know, force him to come into a situation, a bad situation, and potentially ruin his development. If that is something that the Sabres want to do and, and that's the route they want to go, especially if they trade away uh, their all-star center in Jack Eichel and a player that we have found out it could be a very good center in Sam Reinhart, the Sabres should 
potentially look to reload down the middle. As we know, centers are a valued commodity in the NHL. Not everyone is cut out to be in uh, a center in the NHL. And if that is the, the route that they want to go, I think Beneers is probably two full seasons away from making an impact on the Buffalo Sabres. Now, the next player that I hear about is uh, probably the closest to consensus number one in this draft, and that is defenseman from Michigan, Owen Power. Now, Owen Power in uh, is rated the number one uh, overall prospect by Consolidated Ranking, NHL Central Scouting, Sportsnet, and TSN slash McKenzie. So he is probably the closest to the consensus number one that you would have in this draft. He has uh, he played with Chicago in the USHL, 45 games played, 12 goals, 28 assists, 40 points. And in his first year in Michigan, he had 22 games played, I'm sorry, 26 games played, three goals, 13 assists for 16 points. And to put that in a little bit of context, I chose Colton Pareko simply because they are the same build. They are, uh, they're both tall, six foot five, six foot six. They're both uh, meteor guys. Pareko's six, uh, 230 pounds. They both can skate. Um, and uh, I'm sorry, Owen Power is six foot five, 214, 220 pounds, something in that general neighborhood. But I also chose Pareko because he is a very, very good NHL defenseman. And I wanted to compare him to kind of see where they were at at the same level of play in the NHL. And Colton played for Alaska Fairbanks in the NCAA. 33 games played, four goals, 13 assists for 17 points in his freshman year in the NCAA. Some things I see when I watch Owen Power, I see a big, big man. Six foot five, 214 pounds. Uh, I believe Elite Prospects is what has him lit them him listed at. He looks a lot bigger than six foot five, 214 pounds. He is a D-man that is poised with the puck, and pressure does not seem to make him panic at all. He plays very calm and under control in both the offensive and defensive zones. He has above average skating for a man that size. And his above-average skating helps him jump into the play and create opportunities on the offensive side of the puck. So he is a very solid two-way defender. Who also And Owen Powers also had a very strong uh, IIHF World Championships where Canada just won the gold medal. So he is probably the closest to a consensus number one overall pick. He also uses his reach well. And as I said, when he jumps into the, into the play to create chances, he has the ability to finish when the puck is on his stick. Owen, Powers is, Owen Power is a very big, very versatile D-man who I think if the Sabres draft could potentially replace Somebody like Rasmus Ristolainen. I know a lot of people really fucking hate Rasmus Ristolainen. Um, And he seemingly, when he was younger, he seemed to have such a high uh, ceiling, but it seems like he's kind of plateaued in how good he's going to get. He's a big physical defenseman, and I 
from what I've watched so far, the little bit that I've watched, Owen Power does not seem like an overly physical defenseman. So I know people, you grit the sandpaper. You do need guys that are physical on defense. You do need guys that can clear the front of the net. You need guys that, uh, you know, when people are hacking and whacking and banging away at the puck, can get guys out and start clearing them out the front of the net. Yes, you do need that. You need guys that will, uh, you know, make life miserable for forwards coming into the zone. You can't just, you know, I, I love Rasmus Dahlin. He's a smooth skater. And this past season, he has started to get a little bit more physical, which I really love. It's just another element to his game. But that's something that I want to see more of out of Owen Power to use that huge frame of his and really make life miserable for the other team's forwards. Now, he uses his size as far as offensively. He uses it very well. Defensively, he seems to use his reach very well, getting his stick in shot lanes, things of that nature. So when it comes down to it, it really all depends on the direction that the Buffalo Sabres are going to go into. Who am I going to pick? I don't know yet. Who, If I was the Sabres GM, if I was Kevin Adams, who would I pick? I'm not sure yet, honestly. I have to do a little bit more research. I have to do a little bit more digging. I don't want to make a rash decision. Right now, it looks like I would pick Owen Power simply because he looks a little bit more NHL ready. He looks like he could probably jump right in at the age of 18. I think he's 18 years old and jump right into the NHL. So if the Sabres are looking for somebody to come right into the NHL and play top four D minutes, I think Owen Power can play top four D minutes for the Buffalo Sabres. I think you put him on that second pair, uh, you know, his rookie season, see what he can do. Maybe on the second power play unit, Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power on the second because he's he's a seemingly a pretty good quarterback on the power play also. You put him on, you know, the penalty kill. Like I said, he's just a guy that seemingly can chew up a lot of minutes, be in your top four, and, and contribute right away. However, if you're building towards the future, I think you're looking at somebody more like Matthew Beneers, who... Though he's a couple of years away, may have a higher ceiling, potentially. Not sure. Um, But that's going to do it for this video. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends and tell your family. You can uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, so you never miss a video. Thank you guys for listening. Have a fantastic week.